It's the Prentice Alsa Heating and Air Coaches Quarter, fueled by Donut Country and McDonald's Murfreesboro on FM 101.9, FM 100.5, AM 1450, streaming at WGNSSports.com and our iPhone and Android apps. This portion of the show is brought to you by Rick's Barbecue, Edward Jones Financial Advisor Lee Colvin, Jerry Potts Car Care, and Parks Auction. And we welcome you back here to the Prentice Alsa Heating Air Coaches Corner. You can tell the fall air and the and the cool temperatures have affected my voice today, that's for sure. John Dingens here with you, and uh, we've got Ben Caldell, the head coach of the uh, Stewart's Creek Red Hawks, and we've also got George. George, how are you? Good. Yeah, oh, yeah. See? Didn't put his microphone far enough up, but yeah. But uh, he's, uh, he's sporting a Titleist hat, which I think is pretty cool. You don't see many. How old are you, George? Four. Don't see many four-year-olds but with Tyler's hats. That's pretty cool. <laughs> you play golf? Uh-huh. Do you really? All right. Wish I'd have started at that age. <laughs> Being uh, it's a, uh, a tough loss last night. I know uh, you, looking back at the at the game, a lot of things going against you in terms of some injuries and things, but really the score doesn't really indicate what kind of went on, particularly early in that game in the first half. Well said, John. You know, it was a game we knew. We've played Lebanon in the past two years, so this is the third year in a row we've played them and really familiar with kind of what they want to do on both sides of the ball. And uh, I told Coach Gentry before the game, I said, this is the best team you've had that we've gone against. And he said, I definitely agree. And uh, we knew that we would have to play well and, uh, you know, up 7 nothing. you know, at the uh, end of the first quarter. And unfortunately, they scored on a 4th and 11 to tie it. And... Uh, you know, uh, uh, we gave up another score uh, there uh, on a reverse pass, um, you know, that they scored on, and it was 14-7. And, uh, you know, uh, our backup running back, uh, Javerian Ote, uh, housed about a 70-yard run. And uh, number 18, Eric Johnson, his uh, DB that he was blocking kind of turned his back, and he tried to throw his hands up and uh, not block him, but they still threw the flag. And so, you know, with about a minute before half, we kind of had it tied 14-7, had that penalty go against us. And then literally with, with five seconds left in the half, uh, you know, we're in prevent and uh, literally had our arms around their quarterback. And he threw a bad pass that we got our hands on. And unfortunately, it kind of volleyball tipped right in stride to their receiver. And uh, so that put them up 21-7 with two seconds before half. And we were receiving uh, to start the third quarter. So we thought, you know, hey, if we can get it to halftime, we're down 14-7. And, um, you know, it's tough on the road in the first round. Obviously, Lebanon, you know, being 9-1, and one, you know, we knew that they're a really good team, and they certainly are. Uh, you know, so I think the most dif- dis- disappointing thing to me, John, is, you know, we played our tails off all year. And, um, you know, every game we uh, really competed well in. You know, even the Riverdale game was 14 nothing late. And, we held their offense to less than 200 yards and just definitely don't feel like last night shared the whole, you know, story of our season, you know, which was most disappointing to me. Uh, the only thing that was disappointing to me, but just so proud of all our seniors, you know, um, that just really, really battled last night. And, uh, you know, definitely excited to say a little bit more about, you know, all they've done for our uh, program here the rest of uh, the time we have together this morning. And you've been facing some injuries, and uh, I know you don't, you're not the type to, to mention a lot of that or make excuses or anything, but Walker's been banged up, your quarterback's been banged up, and uh, you've had to make some personnel changes in there, and, and nothing against their performance, but things don't click quite as, as well when you've got, you're having to use different people at different spots. You know, I think as a coach, John, 
you know, in any profession, whatever you want to do, you want to be able to provide an environment for your players or your team or your coworkers to be able to put their whole heart into what they do. You know, to me, that's a big measure of success is, you know, is your whole heart in what you're doing. And, you know, our starting quarterback, um, you know, broke his uh, bone in his leg against Siegel. Um, and, uh, you know, he was really – he hadn't played in three or four games, John, and he was really emotional, you know, last night, hadn't even – after the game and hadn't even played in a few weeks. And as a coach, man, I, f- I feel like we can say we've done our job when – our players are that bought in and sold out and care that much about their teammates, even if they're not able to play. Uh, you know, we had our starting right tackle who's been in the hospital this past week, um, you know, getting his spleen taken out. He was there uh, for the game last night, just got out of the hospital on Thursday and showed up to practice on Thursday, the day wow. that he got let out. You know, Gabe Walker, I'm just totally eaten up uh, about how his career ended last night with a big knee injury in the first uh, quarter. Um, you know, we were really excited to show some stuff that we hadn't shown offensively with him. And in my opinion, John, uh, I think he's the best player in our school's history. And to see his career end like that just breaks my heart. Uh, another senior defensive lineman got a concussion last night who has just battled and played his tail off. Christian Sharon, who's going to uh, committed to uh, Cumberland, uh, has been dealing with back spasms and didn't play the past two weeks. Um, you know, but all those guys were coaching on the sideline. And, um, you know, we had some other guys that really stepped up. John, that I'm really proud of. Nathan Hampton did a great job at quarterback. Um, you know, we had some other guys that really stepped up and um, kept things competitive for us the past few weeks. And, uh, you know, certainly this time of year, everybody's battling something and we were no different. But, you know, proud of the other guys that were able to step up and, uh, you know, keep things going for us. And heart is is a big word when it comes to football. I think probably more so than than most sports when it comes to, you know, you've you've got a battle each and every week, and and your guys never gave up, and 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 really you had a great year, and uh, I know you're disappointed in the way it ended. Uh, however, I know you got to be pleased with their total attitude, and I think that's what I'm hearing from you is uh, the heart and the and the 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 battle that they had in uh, with each other and 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 fighting each and every week. Yeah, John, you know it's so hard as a high schooler to uh, see the big picture at times, especially when your career uh, as a high school football player just comes to a screeching halt. You know, but. You know, I arrived at Stewart's Creek in, in the fall of, of 2019, and, and I think we'd the past two seasons before we'd had a combined seven wins. And if you told me, you know, then when I arrived as defense coordinator that with these rising sophomores who just graduated uh, or finished, played their last game last night as seniors, if you told me, you know, in spring ball their freshman year that we're going to have three consecutive winning seasons and make the 6A playoffs three years in a row, nobody would have believed that. Mm -hmm. John, honestly, I wouldn't have even believed that. Mm -hmm. And seeing what our program has done, I've had people, John, when our our region changed, I have people that I respect that have coached a long time in this county that told me we would get our brains beat in in this county. And, uh, you know, I'm not – I don't hold anything like that. Uh, there's no, no no ammunition that I get from that, but I'm just saying this isn't the same old Stewart's Creek. Mm-hmm. You know, we are. Uh, you know, you can't just climb a mountain in one year when you've got over a hundred players and a booster club and uh, big coaching staff and trying to play the catch up that we need to play with our facilities. You you can't take a U-turn with a ship that that has that many people on it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we're we're continuing to make that turn. I'm really really excited to have all our players in school this off season. Last year I think was one of the biggest off seasons in our. Our program's history. We started the Stewart's Creek Youth Football League, which has been a huge success. Uh, 
really big deal for me to have everybody. We're, we're one of the only campus schools around where elementary, middle, and high school are all there. Having everybody from the youth level up wearing uh, red and black is huge for me. Uh, you know, we uh, had our biggest fundraiser in the history of our touchdown club last year with our first golf tournament. Um, you know, those types of things. And so uh, I, I'm really, really excited about, uh, you know, some big things this offseason as well that we need to continue to do, uh, you know, to uh, continue to advance our football program. So, yeah, I think just seeing the big picture, it's it's hard for a senior to, you know, get past all the emotion of playing their last game. But there is so much to be proud of. And, and the fact that we've made the 6A playoff three years in a row uh, when that's never been done at this level is certainly something I'm proud of. And and we will stand on their shoulders with, with everything that happens the rest of uh, uh, in the years ahead for our football program. You mentioned uh, the youth league and that kind of thing, and I don't think people realize sometimes how much it's involved in in, in building of a, a, a football program. And it's not just the team itself, but a football program. Your middle school and your high school, and it starts such an early age. And and again, I know you're tickled that you see those black and red uniforms and 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 the little ones, and uh, you know I, the age that they start. But they believe that's where they belong. I think that's what the big thing is. I'm I'm a Stewart's Creek, you know. I'm whatever Red Hawk, whatever. I'm I'm part of that Stewart's Creek program, even at that early age. Yeah, John. You know, here here's the thing. I think whenever a new school opens up, you know, it, it it's just perceived as an, oh, that's another new school in a growing county. But the Stewart's Creek community is a community. Mm-hmm. You know, if you are north of 840 and and west of 24. You know what's going on in our community and how we're busting at the seams, and um, you know there is a new house being built, you know, as we speak, you know, yeah. somewhere within yeah. our zone, and so it's long past time that that needed to happen. Um, and uh, you know, I, I, I'm I'm really proud of of the first year we had with that, and it's only going to grow. Um, and uh, you know, so just really really excited about some other things we have in the works. Uh, you know that are going to take place this off season, and uh, really excited about some of the guys and, and faces that we have coming back. Um, you know, so uh, we just got to keep moving forward, and uh, uh, I think the next step, John, is going to be the the hardest one that we that we take. You know, is going from good to great. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, uh, going from good to great is always, I think, the toughest challenge in any you know uh, business endeavor. And and us going from three straight winning seasons and three straight you know playoff appearances. You know, how do we take that next step? Those are going to be the things that we need to focus on this off season. I know the COVID had an, it had a, a big part in everybody's life and hopefully and this year was a much more normal than other the last two years before that but now hopefully we we can see the light at the end of the tunnel and and start concentrating totally on football and it starts in the weight room i know uh, and and uh you're, you you guys are constantly doing fundraisers i mentioned that as well that's something else people don't understand money just doesn't come out of the sky i mean you you've got to to raise money and yep. and the the crowds and the support that you have i think you're well on your way of achieving some of those goals that you want down here in the future yeah you know i like i said you know think things don't happen overnight sometimes you win a few games and and maybe you think you're there uh but you got to have that stuff year after year after year uh you know where things continue to grow uh, and, uh, you know, build upon themselves. You know, our golf tournament, I know this second year is going to only be bigger. You know, we'll have our third liftathon, uh, you know, here this year, and I already have some things I know that are going to make that bigger and more successful. Um, you know, so uh, I, I just got to say again, you know, John, you know, just y- you mentioned COVID. 
you know, there was a time this year where I really wasn't sure how our season was going to shake out, you know, where we'd played one game and, you know, we go to Franklin High School and we'd had two practices in about two and a half weeks. You know, we played a player that night uh, whom I hadn't seen in three weeks. You know, mm-hmm. that was a senior that was fully healthy. And uh, I, I don't know if I can properly articulate how great a job this senior group did and and the job that our staff did and really getting from that point where we'd played one game going into the fourth week and then we make the playoffs and arguably the roughest, uh, toughest region in 6A. Uh, there, there's just so much character uh, and leadership and and guts that goes into that. Uh, and, man, I'm just so proud to be a part of that, to be a part of a group that, you know, uh, had a 6A playoff game robbed from us last year because of COVID. Um, and, uh, you know, so I, I don't know if our players could pro- possibly get enough credit for what they've been through, what they've persevered through. And, um, you know, I know that whatever's next for them, they're going to be ready for it given given the challenges that they've been through. A couple of quick questions. Uh, well, one may be a comment, but a couple of couple anyway here when you look at numbers uh your numbers look good for next year and and you want you want people to come out and play i mean and that's really important to team the depth having depth to overcome injuries and that kind of thing and you winning record this year and uh, looking forward to next year that's a comment but now i want to i want you to tell me a little bit we've got a a, a kicker that's a, a semifinalist i believe yes uh and talk a little bit about him because uh, i know you're really proud of him and uh uh boy he's got a he's got a leg <laughs> yeah well this is when i might get a little bit biased <laughs> yeah you know but uh we also had a running back who uh um you know, should have been on that list, mm-hmm. uh, and how he wasn't. Uh, I, I I'm not sure. <laughs> um, you know how that didn't happen, but uh, our kicker, uh, his stats were better than many who were finalists last year. I guess you know sometimes if you're a junior, that might affect some things. But uh, you know, I'll say this: he's taking his second visit to Alabama. Uh, you know, uh, soon, and South Carolina's hot on his tail, and uh, several others, and so. Uh, um, you know, I've never seen anything like it. I, a few years ago, coaching at Brentwood, we had a kicker that went to Arkansas. And uh, I'm telling you, Upton is just in his own category. He is such a hard worker, comes from a great family, uh, unbelievable kid. Um, and I'm so proud to be a part of his journey these last three years. And I can't wait to see, you know, what doors God opens for him, uh, you know, with his uh, career in the future. Well, it's been a great year. I know I know. there's been some disappointments in it, but as, as any season is, but – uh, really a great year, and I, I think uh, you've got this program in the right direction. And um, boy, we appreciate you being here all these Saturdays in a row, <laughs> <laughs> John. I appreciate that, and there's no way I could possibly list uh, all of our uh, uh, over 20 seniors, but I'm so proud of them. I love them so much, and the opportunity to be their coach is not something that I take for granted. Uh, and I'm extremely blessed to uh, sit in that. Uh, seat that I do. Uh, I know that they're hurting right now, but the sun has risen this morning in spite of our circumstances and uh, really excited to see, um, you know, uh, where God leads them in the next year or two uh, and throughout this offseason as their high school uh, career comes to an end. Uh, and John, let me just say this, uh, signing off on this season, 
uh, just hats off to what you guys do. I think this is a first-class operation uh, that you, you guys run, and uh, I think that we need more of this in our society today where we highlight you know, the work of high school student-athletes. Um, and so uh, my hat's off to you guys and what you all do. I know this is a late Friday night and an early Saturday morning for you guys as well, and it's an honor to uh, join you guys every Saturday morning. Uh, and uh, so my hat's off to you guys, and uh, just so proud of our school and community, honored to be a part of it, excited about the days ahead. Best days for Stewart's Creek High School and Stewart's Creek football are ahead of us. And uh, as always, John, go Red Hawks. And when, when does weight room start? Name Monday? <laughs> yeah, we got some equipment <laughs> turn in and those types of things. But, you know, we'll get that cranked up. But we're going to honor this uh, departing group of seniors as well before Christmas. And awesome. uh, excited about that as well. That's terrific. Ben Caldell has been our guest here on the uh, Prentice Ossipedian Air Coaches Corner. Good luck next year, Coach, at Stewart's Creek. Coming up, we've got Rick Rice of the Rockville Rockets here on the Prentice Ossipedian Air Coaches Corner.